feel like I'm on such a roll with these podcasts. We are already on episode four. Say what? First of all, thank you all so much for anyone who's listened already to my previous episodes. If you haven't, you are missing out. So go after this episode and listen to the previous ones. I saw that I had some reviews already and I'm like, oh my God, people are reviewing my podcast. I feel like such a podcaster. And if you haven't subscribed to my podcast, please do so after this because you'll be up to speed on all the episodes to come. Just a little plug there because I'm a thirsty girl and I need to do all the promotions I can here. Okay, so for this week's episode, I call it to all the boys I've loved before because let me tell you, there have been many of them. If you're listening to this episode and you're single and you're feeling defeated about like, am I ever going to find my person? This episode is definitely for you. And for those of you who are married and have children and are listening to this episode, welcome to the struggles of millennials and dating. You'll find this entertaining or you might relate to it from the times that you were dating back in the day. So the few topics we're going to talk about, marriage and the pressure of getting married, dating apps. Do I love them? Do I hate them? Am I on them? What do I think about them? And of course, my favorite portion of it all, social media and navigating dating through social media because clearly everything I talk about relates back to social media. So if you guys follow me on Instagram, you know that I never talk about my dating life. But today I want to share about it because I feel like everyone's personal experiences and journeys can only help others and inspire others to not feel alone. And so I'm going to bestow upon you guys my wisdom from my dating. And I'm saying this super sarcastically and laughing because I'm zero a dating guru. But I do feel like I have learned some things and some major important lessons that I want to give as takeaways. So number one, marriage. If you follow me on Instagram or you know me personally, you know that I am Persian and Jewish. What up to the Persian and Jewish community? And I know this is not a Persian and Jewish thing and this is a universal concept, but I do feel in the Persian and Jewish community, this concept is definitely stressed highly. The pressure of marriage is super on and from a young age, girls are very much encouraged to get married. There's a saying that they say in the Persian community and they I say this to girls inshallah which means god willing with your husband and literally like every time i'm at a family function some older person will say that to me and this like it's not supposed to be like a rude thing it's a very endearing motivational inspirational quote that they say because everyone just wants to see you get married god willing next time we see you you'll be here with your husband but that does cause a lot of stress for someone who is single who's like cool they're reminding me that i'm not married again and that i need to be with my husband been next time so it's very stressful and there's a lot of pressure that I feel like especially the girls in this Persian and Jewish community feel about getting married at a very young age and it's funny because I always thought growing up by the time I'm 25 because that's super old in the Persian and Jewish community I'm totally going to be married like there's no way I'm not going to be married well guys I'm revealing here for the first time if you don't know I'm 30, which I know on my Instagram, I look super young. So forever young, hopefully I'll look. Anyway, so I joke because I'm 30 and I'm not married yet. And, you know, that's such a taboo topic, again, in the Persian Jewish community about not being married at 30, I feel, because people will look at you and be like, what's wrong with her? Why isn't she married yet? And this could totally be my own insecurity. People might not think this, but I definitely think that we're so used to girls in this community getting married so young. 
young that we're not used to girls getting married at an older age. So the concept that in this Persian and Jewish community of girls getting married so young is that back in the day, our parents and grandparents, the girls, their professional life was being married and being a wife. Like that's what they did as their career, which legit shout out to all the stay at home moms out there because that is hard in itself that I literally don't even know how to take care of my dog to take care of humans and a husband. So shout out to anyone who does that. Not bashing on that at all. But now there's this crazy epidemic going on in the Persian community that girls want to have careers. Girls want to be doctors. Girls want to be lawyers. Girls want to be bloggers. And that's not something people wanted mainly before, which is now thus maybe taking longer for us to get married because, you know, we're in medical school or we're doing this and that. So we have other priorities than solely focusing on just marriage and finding our husband, which is, let me tell you, a career in itself because finding someone is so much work. So Persian or not, I think everyone can relate to this topic of marriage and feeling like timing and you want to get married at a certain age. So how I mentioned before that I'm like for sure by 25, I'll for sure be married. Thinking about that now as I'm 30, I can't even imagine me being married at 25 because A, there's been so many things selfishly I've wanted to do for myself with my blog and my career that I for sure know I could never do once I've had kids. Because once you have kids, that is your life and you cannot be selfish like you are now but also I have just grown a lot as a human being I mean if you guys have been seeing my whole Instagram revamp branding that I've done in the past two weeks about being Elaine Chaya now that is a symbol of the rebranding and revamping of my life that I've been doing and I've just personally for example been like on this two to three year journey of changing and growing as a person so who I was when I was 25 and the things that I wanted and the partners I was looking for is very different than the things and the qualities that I'm looking in now so you know I know for a fact that the reason that I've gone through this time that I'm still not married yet is because I wasn't ready for the person and who I'm supposed to be with and maybe they weren't ready for me. I truly believe that people are growing at the times that they are and that you're going to find the person at the time that is right. Not when you think is right and the timeline that you've created for yourself, but when it actually is truly right for you. So I know that if I went out or married the guy that I was dating in college, that person wouldn't be right for me because I'm so different from that girl that I was then to who I am now. So that's just motivation to let you know that your timing is perfect and do not feel discouraged that you aren't married yet no matter what age you're in and don't feel bad about your age because again you're gonna find the person that is right for you at the right time all right topic number two dating apps I can talk about this topic forever there's so much for me to say about it but let's answer the first question am I on dating apps Yes, I will admit that I am on the dating apps. I used to be so embarrassed by this, but I think it's so become less taboo because literally everyone is on it that you're like, whatever, you've seen everyone and their moms that you already know on this and they've seen you. So we just all acknowledge and just know that we're all on the dating apps because hello, 21st century, you gotta use all the platforms and tools you can. To be honest though, my dream is to just meet my husband and my person out normally in the real world. And honestly, I literally hate being on the dating apps and I really wish that I'd rather not and it just takes so much effort and energy to be on these apps to match with someone to start a conversation with someone I find it very torturous but there have been so many people that have met their husbands and wives on these dating apps so there's nothing wrong with them okay 
let's get to the positive and negatives then. Positives, like I mentioned, people have met their husbands and wives on it. I think it gives you this opportunity also to meet people that you would never meet otherwise, that would never run in your circles, would never run anywhere that you would be. And it also gives this opportunity to match with people that you may be shy to hit up in person. I have this example of a couple who is now engaged and they had met out in person in real life like a while ago. And the guy kind of liked her and she kind of liked him, but they were too shy to say anything then and didn't know if the other one was down. And they saw each other on this app like a week or so later and they matched with each other. And they did that A, because they had met out before. So it wasn't some random stranger. They may have said no to otherwise, but they saw each other and remembered that they kind of liked each other or whatever the situation was that they matched and they went out and now they're engaged. So I do think these apps give that opportunity for you to reconnect or speak to people that you may not have had the courage to the first time and giving you the second opportunity or a redo opportunity to talk to someone that you may have had feelings for the first time and didn't know how to go about it. Now that we've covered all the warm and fuzzies about the positives of dating apps, let me break down to you the negatives which I'm oh so passionate about. First of all, I think that dating apps have taken away people appreciating those in front of them because there's this mindset now more than before that, oh my God, there are so many people out there because you can just instantly swipe and say yes and match and go on dates with all these people on your phone that you don't appreciate the people you actually meet in real life. I have two examples of this that I'm going to share with y'all. So first one is of one of my best friends who is married of four years now and has the most adorable six-month-old boy who I am trying to marry myself, but he may be too young for me. Anyways, she met her husband out in a bar in Santa Monica years ago prior to the days of dating apps. And I love this story because it's so crazy of a concept now because, you know, back in the day before dating apps, you had had to meet people out unless you met them through introductions and she met this guy at a bar in Santa Monica and they exchanged phone numbers and she came home that night freaking out because she thought she had lost his number and she kept saying oh my god when am I ever going to meet someone I remotely like again because at that point in time meeting someone period was rare to none and it's just a crazy concept now that like she so appreciated this one person that she met whereas now I feel like people are like whatever you know I'll just meet someone else on my phone tomorrow that it's not that big of a deal. I feel like people are not putting as much efforts into the relationships they have in front of them and may be willing to let them go a lot quicker because of this concept that there are just so many people out there. Another example of this, oh my gosh, I love to tell this story because it's so absurd. So I was out at an event with my sister, this probably like a year and a half ago, and we were talking to this guy that we both knew and his cousin walked in who just moved in from out of town. The guy that we knew was introducing us to the cousin and in my mind, I'm like, oh my god this guy is so cute so we're all talking and all this stuff and then I could just easily tell I don't think this guy is down for me he was being very nice chatting with us all but not giving up the vibes of being interested in me so cool whatever I accepted that not a big deal the next day I was on one of these dating apps and I see him on it and I'm like oh my gosh and then you know my example of telling you before about those times that you might feel shy and this can be a second opportunity kind of thing so I was like should I just match with him I'm like whatever yeah sure 
So I say yes, and then we instantly match. And then I'm like, okay, proving my point of the shy example of here's a second opportunity that now I'm going to be with my husband and he was too shy to say anything when we met. He instantly texts me or messages me on this app saying, hey, what's up? And as we're talking, I'm slowly starting to realize that this guy has zero clue that we had met last night. And I'm like, I have to make sure of this. So we're talking some more and I throw in some comment of like, oh yeah, like when we met last night at blah, blah, blah. And he went about the conversation very much clearly not knowing who I was. First of all, did not speak to him after that because I was like, goodbye to you. If he had known who I was and then we were talking, that's one thing. But the fact that he didn't know who I was and wasn't interested in me when I was literally physically in his face, but now was interested in me because I'm this girl on an app. It just comes to show this example of people not appreciating the people in front of them. So there are definitely positives and negatives about dating apps. I'm not hating against them, even though I kind of am at the same time. I think it's a matter of how you use them and how you want to go about dating and meeting people that can be great or both annoying at the same time. It just gets very tiring and defeating sometimes to keep going on these apps and doing all the work of trying to meet people. But now, my friends, I have found the secret to finding the way of being less discouraged about using these dating apps that I'm going to bestow upon you right now. I've shared this with all of my friends. They've actually taken this on, so I know it's powerful because they all love this advice and they agree with me on this. Do a FaceTime phone call with these people that you're matching with before you make the efforts to go on a date. Because guy or girl listening to this, it takes a lot of time and effort to get ready money-wise and all that kind of stuff to go on these dates. And then it's like I've gone on all these one date or dates from these apps and never see these people again. And I'm like, that was a waste of my time. And I don't know about you, but my time is precious. And there are a lot of things that I can typically do with my time. And I'd rather not do these one date or dating app dates. So if it's going to be worth my time I want to make sure of it if you do a FaceTime call before you go on these dates you already will get a vibe of the person and know if it's someone worth going on a date with so literally this is a time saver you guys are welcome my friends so now that we've covered the topic of dating apps last but certainly not least social media and dating with social media so for me it's actually a very heightened situation because I on Instagram am very more public than the normal person if you follow my Instagram stories you can pretty much know what I've done throughout the day from my workouts to my breakfast, my lunch, my dinner, my outings, my outfits, my dog. It's very easy to stalk me and know a lot of what I'm up to on a daily basis. For me, it's really interesting and a lot more difficult when I'm going on dates with people, especially these first dater dating app people who initially stalked me prior to going on this date with me. And I know this because they'll somehow throw in my Instagram on this first date. And I'm like, that's cool. They probably already knew what I was going to wear on this date before we met because they probably saw my Instagram stories. I really honestly have considered blocking guys that I go on dates with from my Instagram because I feel like it's this unfair advantage where people can know and stalk my life and I can't do the same because A, I'm a horrible stalker just in general and slash don't have time to stalk people, but also because guys that I'm going out with aren't posting as much as I am and I feel like it's taken away from people getting to know each other personally versus through social media because what I've noticed is that once a guy or a girl that you like starts following you, then you get more inclined to post Instagram stories and see if they've seen it, post Instagram photos, see if they've liked it. And it just becomes this indirect way of speaking to people. And it takes away from 
actually speaking to a person. And I know for me, for example, that's led to guys now stalking or looking at my Instagram stories more than talking to me when I'm first initially dating someone. So I always tell my friends that it's my dream that my husband will be able to stalk all of my Instagram stories, but then still ask me how my day was, even though they've seen it all. On the topic of stalking people's Instagram stories, ah, this is my other favorite topic to speak about. So you know how there's those words for all the crazy things that guys do that make girls go crazy like breadcrumbing, ghosting, stashing, they're all this lingo. Well, have you heard of the word hovering? Let me educate you because I learned this is an actual word for this epidemic that is going on in this world where once a guy stops talking to you or ghosts you, they still do this crazy thing where they still stalk and see all of your Instagram stories as if nothing has ever happened. Like it's cool that I haven't responded to your text message, but I'm going to still see everything that you do. I know I'm saying this for guys because I don't think girls do this because we are way more self-conscious about, oh my God, if the guy sees this and that and like we think about it more and I try truly feel like guys just don't give an F and do whatever they want and don't think it has consequences when it does and it makes a girl go mental. I'm clearly speaking from personal experience here because oh let me tell you guys something there's this misconception out there that since I have a lot of followers I don't see who likes my photos or watches my stories which first of all let me also put it out there I do post these photos and post these stories for you guys to like and to watch so the more the merrier thank you so much I get really excited excited when I see who likes it and watches and all that stuff but again there's a misconception here that I don't see who specifically does and I'm revealing right here and right now to you guys listening to this podcast see you're getting the good stuff because you're listening to this this is a reward I am like big brother I am watching and seeing everything let me say that again I see everything so I do see who watches and likes my stuff which again thank you so much please continue to do so but for all those guys out there who I've talked to before who still watch my stuff I just want you to know that I see and I'm specifically talking about this one guy who has ghosted me and can we just stop and ask who would ghost me ever because I'm like the nicest and most amazing person unbiasedly speaking so I'm baffled that anyone would ever ghost me it was unwarranted for but regardless of that this one person post ghosting action which I was super upset about continued to watch my stories and still does to this day and pretty sure thinks that I do not see so if you've headed over to this podcast and you're listening to this right now you'll know this is about you because literally you are the only person that has ever ghosted me I want you to know boo I see you this concept of again social media and dating it leads people on to hold on to hope longer than it needs to be if you see someone watching your stories that you once liked it gives you this false impression that no they still like me maybe something will continue because if they're looking at your stories that means they care about you I mean I am the queen of creating stories about things so maybe this isn't you guys but I think this is a lot of girls that I've talked to and a lot of my friends have to remind me that someone watching your stories doesn't mean a thing so that is the end of my monologuing rant about all the important topics surrounding dating so I just want to end this with saying yeah I'm single I'm not married yet so side note if you guys know anyone out there for me please send them my way I'm just gonna make this a self-promotion because gotta use every platform you have you know how great would that be if I said I made this podcast episode and I got married let's hook this up for me but for all of us to take away from this episode it has been discouraging and disappointing when things haven't worked out but 
I've really learned this super important lesson that has changed my life forever. It's called being attached versus committed. I am someone who once I see something, want something, I am determined to make that happen. There's no other way. That's the hustler life. You got to go after what you want. But then what has typically happened in the past for me is that I get really disappointed when those things do not work out the way that I thought they would. I'd be upset for a really long time, whether it's a business deal or relationship, etc. I'm very much about that things happen to you for a reason. The things that do not work out for you do not work out for a reason. And don't you guys feel like the things that haven't worked out for you, whether that's a relationship, a job, career move, friendships, etc. You look back now and you're like, whoa, I totally see why that wasn't meant to be or like, thank God that wasn't meant to be. So it's the same with dating. You might not understand why something wasn't meant to be right now, but if you're not attached to the person, which is so hard because I meet people and I get really excited and I tell my friends, I'm like, this fool is my husband. I already know it. And they're like, you need to calm down like the Taylor Swift song. But if you are committed to finding your person, whoever that is, even though you struggle with disappointments and things not working out, I have this mindset now like, okay, I know A, that it wasn't supposed to work out for a reason. So I'm going to accept that. And I know one day I'll see why. But B, I'm still committed to finding my person. So I'll let it make me sad. I'll mourn the loss of the person it didn't work out with a day or two. And then I'm like, okay, it's really time to move on. And it's always mind over matter. It's how much you want to make that effort. And I'm just committed to finding my person. So if it's not going to work out with someone, I'm not attached to that concept anymore, even though I kind of am and I get really excited about people, but I'm committed to finding my next person. So now I'm on to the next. I'm like, okay, how can I go out and find the person that I need to? Do I need to go on these dating apps again? Do I have friends that can refer me to people? So don't let this get you down and defeated and be inspired and encouraged as my future husband, not really, but as the beautiful dating guru, Matthew Hussey once told me, I went to his event with my sister like a month ago. He said this amazing thing to me and my sister when we spoke to him afterwards that literally has changed my life. And I say this to myself and I say this to my friends when they're upset about their relationships. He said, your dream relationship will never leave you. So when something ends with someone and you're like, no, it maybe it just was the wrong time. And you make all these excuses about like, they'll come back. Just know that if this is your person, nothing will get in your way. They will not leave you. There are no excuses you need to make. If it doesn't work out, they were not your person. And I truly do believe that it's a hard concept to grasp because you really want things to work out with people sometimes but this has been proven to be true with everyone in the past for me and hopefully you guys can say the same for you so don't feel discouraged by this I hope this gives you guys insight motivation and help to lead you through your single life if you're single if you're dating and married or have kids I hope this was entertaining to you and if you're going through dating struggles to just know all these things and to appreciate the people you have your life make efforts and just do the best you can and you will be with your right person at the right time and that once you meet your person if you haven't yet you'll totally realize why it didn't work out with anyone else in the past i love you all thank you for listening please subscribe to my podcast if you haven't share this episode with anyone who would appreciate until next time